Hello, everyone, and welcome to Paradise. You're listening to Green Dudes, the only Green Day podcast that matters. I'm here with my BFF, FFL, Mr. Connor Kelly. Connor, how are you doing today? <laughs> I changed it up a little bit. I changed up the intro. Yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm good, and uh, it's yeah. I'm like, do you think of this stuff beforehand, or does it just like come to you as uh, as you're starting? Um, this one came to me about a minute before I pressed re- uh, record. Yeah, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to say "Welcome to Paradise" because that's a Green Day song. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it it is a Green Day song. Um, yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's like there's there's these little um, you know Green Day references sprinkled throughout. It's like if the uh, the trained ear will, <laughs> will pick up on these. Yes, yeah, know? yeah. They're, they're they're Easter eggs for the hardcore fans out there. Yeah, you know. Um, so, anyways, Connor, how are you doing? I know you 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 had a it was a big weekend for you. Uh, yeah, I know you, you partied a little bit too hard. You're feeling a bit under the weather today. I'm not going to get into specifics, but I just, want, I just wanted to check in, see how you were doing. All right. Let's cut to the chase. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I had diarrhea at 5 a.m. I did. I did. Is that what you want to hear? I had diarrhea at 5 a.m. That's what you want to talk about. Hey, no. I was not going to go there. I was not going to touch that, okay? I was going to respect your wishes, and I was not going to utter utter. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It happened. It did happen. It did happen. And I mean in in the spirit of transparency, I also I did I did I did share with you as well that my my shits were a little bit runnier than usual. They weren't quite yeah. diarrhea. But, you know, that's a cause that's a little bit that makes you go, "Huh," you know? Both, so, <laughs> both both potentially caused by our mom making Mo- us eggs. Mother dearest. Our, and, our, and, our, our respective mothers. Yes, you might be thinking, oh, oh, one of your moms both made you eggs? <laughs> no. Individually. And this does, this is not something that happens regularly for yeah. us. It's a, It was a nice like little, little yeah. thing. But yeah, um, our moms made us eggs. Yeah, separately, <laughs> not planned. Not coordinated. No, and you know what's funny? Because there's been... There have been some bizarre coincidences in a way yes. lately because you, you just uh, we met up to watch the David Lynch uh, Dune movie in theaters for its 40th anniversary, and uh, we we met at a large mall, yes. very large mall, very big. It was it's a massive mall, huge parking lot. You yeah. can park anywhere in that motherfucker. How many parking spaces do you think there are? I mean, there there are absolutely hundreds. Hundred, I don't know yeah. how many hundreds, yeah. but I mean, like, up, absolutely up there. hundreds. Up there, like, like, in the second half of the hundreds, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, like many hundreds. Many hundreds, easily. I mean, it might even, it might even, like, break the thousands. It could. It might be over a thousand parking spaces. It very there. well could. And, and, and this parking lot was not, like, it was busy, but uh, but the parking lot wasn't full. It wasn't like there was no. only a few spaces left or anything like that. There was there was right. plenty of parking. And, Connor, where did we park? 
We parked right next to each other. We didn't even know. We didn't even know until we, we left. Right, right the fuck next to each other. Spaces right next I to did, each other. I did, and I said this, I did kind of think when I when I pulled into the spot, I was like, this might be Connor's car, because I do know your car, yeah. you know? But like, you know, also, eh, there's always, there's like room for doubt. Like, we I don't haven't know memorized, plate, you know, we you haven't know? memorized each other's license plates. We haven't memorized each other's, the, the details of our, of our cars. That's, and this is, this is actually, you know, it's a much smaller parking lot, but, um, the same thing happened with us on my birthday a couple months ago where we, yes, we, we parked, uh, right next to each other in, in, uh, in, in a smaller parking lot. And then this, this one happened to be on your birthday. On, That's on your right. birthday, your birthday was yesterday. We're gonna get to that. Yep. Uh, coincidence would have it, we we parked right next to each other out of thousands of parking spots. Yeah, and now we both have runny shits because of our mom's eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they made us eh? not not those yeah. not those no, kinds yeah. of eggs. Yeah, no, no one was thinking that. No, we, we, I mean, that's where we came from originally. That's part of like why we exist. Though, like, it's, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say ultimately it's yeah. because of our mom's age. Uh, yeah, so, like, you anything, know, that actually, anything happened, you know. But. If you think about it, if you go back far, far enough, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but this isn't a Dune podcast. This is not a Dune podcast. It's not a, not a, <laughs> not an egg podcast either. No, uh, although we have done one of those before. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have done that before. Uh, in some in some circles, we are known as the Egg Cream Dream Team. Yeah, not not here. Um, this is in fact a Green Day podcast, and we are going to get to Green Day. We are going to talk about Green Day for sure. But first, I did want to bring up. Um, Connor, right right now, the last few days and today. Um, there are a few very important birthdays that I think we should acknowledge. Yes. Um, the first one being February 17th, Mr. Billy Joe Armstrong turned 52, I believe, uh, which is a pretty, it's a pretty big birthday. He's a pretty big boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As far as uh, boys boys go, he is yeah. pretty big these days. He is. He is. He's uh, a large boy, I have to say. Large boy, small man. Yeah. Um, we uh, so you know from from the bottom of the green dude's heart hearts, uh, we wish him a happy birthday. So if you're listening to this, Billy, just know we, that we were thinking of you. Um, what makes this funny though is is because this kind of uh, th- this has always been part of your life, Connor, because the following day, you celebrated the birthday, as we referenced yes. just prior to this. February 18th was your mm-hmm. day of birth, and you were born 20 years later. You turned, that's right. You turned 32 yesterday. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I'm, Which, I'm almost exactly 20 years younger than yes, Billy Joe Armstrong. 20 years and a day younger than Billy Joe Armstrong. Um, I, I would say that you're, you're a big boy as well at this point. I think you've, I think you've crossed into big boy territory. Yeah. 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 No, I think, I think 32 is when it happens actually. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so. I've got two years to go until I'm a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor, how, how does it feel to, uh, have a birthday in such close proximity to, uh, such a legend? 
it's funny. It's always bothered me um, <laughs> because I I just wish that I shared a birthday with him. Yeah. You know, like it's close enough that I can, and you know, especially because you share a birthday with Tom DeLong. I do, I do. And so, in fact, I remember us like talking. I don't know how old we would have been, but I do have this memory of like you and I talking about this in our past at some point. And um, you were like jokingly, but you were almost like consoling me. You were like, you're like, you know, one day off from Billy Joe Armstrong is just as good as the same day as Tom DeLonge. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Oh, that's so fucking funny. I so, mean, uh, I, I stand by those words. I think, I mean, some people would argue that it's it's still, it's it's even better, you know? I mean, depending on how, how much you enjoy Mr. DeLong. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think that's, I think it's an honor to be in such close proximity. Oh, yeah. No, it is. Um, and just today, actually, it's kind of funny. I'm wearing my, my Incubus shirt. Um, I was going through Instagram, um, and I saw this post from Brandon Boyd, lead singer of yes. Instagram. It's the lead singer of Instagram. Lead singer oh. of Incubus. They should change their uh, name to Instagram. They would. They yeah, would, that would yeah. be a huge boost in popularity for them. Incugram. Incugram. Yeah, I like it. Instabus. Uh, here's what I'm thinking about it because I guess my I don't know my app doesn't like I don't update my shit and like I just I I don't check uh, Instagram that often anyway. So I open it up and I think it was showing me like uh, my feed but it hadn't loaded and so it said I was looking at it today. And so it was from Brandon Boyd. It said like, oh, you know, something about his birthday from one day ago. And I was like, oh, one day ago, me and Brandon Boyd share a birthday? But my feed had not properly refreshed. And it was displaying actually old information. His birthday is on February 15th. Oh, damn. So then it led me to be like, wait a minute, who do I share a birthday with? Yeah, you got Uh, it. And there's a few notable names that I remember. Uh, John Travolta. What? Okay, that's a big one. Vanna White. Wow, she, uh, she wheel is, of fortune fame. Yes, yeah, and she is, uh, you know, notably gorgeous even in her her uh, elder years and her golden years. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean she, um, yeah, she's she's still doing it. Um, oh, and here's here's the uh, the other one that came to mind, Yoko Ono. Oh, that's a huge one. I share a birthday with Yoko Ono. That's a huge one. That's that's a very that's very impressive. That's uh yeah, yeah. Yoko Ono is is a legend. But um but she I don't... do not share share a birthday with Billy Joe Armstrong. I'm I know. Off. I know. That's that's unfortunate. I mean I mean, you know, it's 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 still it's still a day like th- th- there's a lot of great energy, I think, <clears throat> surrounding the 18th of February, just just because, you know, Billy props it up, then it's your birthday, and then you having Yoko Ono, that's kind of like, you, you know, you're feeling like peace and love for all, you know, you're you're feeling like universal brotherhood, um, so I, I think it's a good day. I mean, I've got Tom DeLong, I also have Taylor Swift, so uh, I share a birthday with both of them. Wow, and that, you know, that's that's kind of funny, because... There was like some weird uh, Green Day, Taylor Swift, like tangential. I know, shit going on around the Super Bowl too. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all, 
It's, like after it's it's all con- it is it's all six degrees of Green Day. It it's is weird, yeah. It's 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 a cosmic gumbo, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, they say that. I've heard that. They before. do say that. Um, the other things that I wanted to because uh, it's not it's it's you it's Billy Joe it's Yoko Ono. Um, there there's a couple of other exciting things that are actually uh, birthdays and holidays happening right now actually also george washington's birthday today yeah that's right and that i mean that's what i thought i thought it was george we all know george washington he was the first president he was the 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 original you might say um he uh was a great man uh he hmm. had really cool teeth why are we talking about what is this going somewhere? He had, he had really cool teeth. Um, well, no, I okay. So I actually I'm doing a thing about birthdays, okay, and I I just inadvertently found out it was George Washington's birthday today. I, yeah, because I, I think today is President's, pres- President's Day. Day, and we know he's the first president. Yes. Um, and so then I I saw Google was like, yeah, today is his birthday, and then I'm looking closer and and it says wait no his birthday was actually february 22nd and i'm like wait what the fuck and then you scroll down a little bit and 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 you get uh to the national archives uh in the search results and it says no his birthday is february 11th these motherfuckers don't even know when his fucking birthday is no yeah they must have just been like well the 19th is close yeah it's kind of a not in the middle, you know, but it's exactly. in between those two yeah. dates at least. It's an approximation. It's it's kind because of, around that time, people didn't really know, like they didn't really um, like write down when people were born because, like, I don't think they knew when people were born no. back then. Yeah, it's like you. It's came like the same thing from an egg. Right? You, <laughs> you came, came from, from an, an egg, egg. <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> your mother's like, mom's, whatever. I know, and like <laughs> some, suddenly your mom's making you, you know, eggs, and you're yeah. having diarrhea, yes. and you don't even know how old no. you are. It's a universal experience. I think George Washington experienced the same thing that we did. It's the same thing with Billy, Jesus. Billy Joe probably experienced the same thing. He that probably we did. did. He probably did. He he probably had his his mommy make him eggs, and then he had to run to the to, to yeah, the little and then, boys' room. You know, he had five a.m. diarrhea. He had five a.m. diarrhea, which you know, then he wrote a song about it, probably. Um, yeah. But but yeah no it's the same thing because I think I think George Washington and Jesus were born around the same time and so we you know we approximate Jesus's birthday as December twenty fifth when it could have been the thirteenth it could have been my birthday we don't know um, but we're just a, we're just a pro- approximating it because the twenty fifth happens to be Christmas and we're like well it would be cool if Jesus was born on Christmas so then that's what they pretend his birthday is and the same thing with with George Washington it's like well that's President's Day how cool would it be if the first president was born on President's Day you know and so right, that's yeah. that's kind of how it all was put together um, and no I was I, I was joking George Washington is a bad man obviously they're all bad you men. know that's that's all that's all kind of true it's like if people if we can change like these birthdays of such powerful important historical figures. Why can't I just move my birthday a day up? I think why you could. can't my birthday just be Billy Joe's? It's just one day. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just one day. I think honestly, if you started just telling everybody that your birthday was on the seventeenth, and like you changed it on Facebook, I think that I think you're all set. I think then, as as far as everyone else is aware, it's just on the seventeenth. Yeah, I think. I mean, like most people. Like, just the difference of one day, you know, I think you could kind of, like, gaslight people. Be like, oh, yeah, no, it's always been the 17th, you know? 
You totally so, could. What are you talking about? It's always been the it's always been the seventeenth. I know. Really, I could I could have sworn. No, man. I no, mean, you're you're off by a day. You're off oh, by a day. oh. The okay. only people the only people that that would probably protest a little bit would be well one your mom might be like yeah wait i don't that's not right and then maybe yeah. your maybe your wife too would be like well i know i think your birthday is actually the 18 you might just be I, you know she might think that you just forgot yeah you know and i, like, do, have a, I do have a pretty bad man yeah she might just think that and be like honey no no i'm sorry it's not yeah. uh, but then no, eventually they're, they're... she'll she'll feel so bad for you that she'll just go along with it yeah right <laughs> you know um okay so i i we're back to Green Day now, Connor. Today, the 19th of February, is also the one-month birthday of Saviors. Oh, yeah. Hey, true enough. This magnificent yep. bastard has been out for one month. We are not going to get into it. We're not going to share our feelings about it because we have a lot more to discuss. Um, but we will we will get to that at some point. Just wanted to acknowledge it and uh, celebrate it as, as we should we, every month. Every month we'll be we'll 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 uh, have, throw a little birthday party for it. Um, yeah, of course. And Connor, every, every month until the day we die. Every yeah. month until the day we fucking die, which will hopefully be soon. Um, no, I'm just joking. Uh, and last but not least, Connor, and this is the most shocking of all. The, the, something I discovered too just before we started recording today, February nineteenth. Connor is Green Day Day. In Oakland, California, officially declared Green Day Day in Oakland, California. I swear to God. What? Yes. Green Day Day. Green Day Day. Yes. Green Day Day. The the city of Oakland, the Oakland mayor, proclaimed that from here on out, February nineteenth is Green Day Day, and they did this eight years ago. So this is the eighth. Eighth. Hold up. Green Day Day. Because this feels like. Uh, George Washington President's Day, you know, it's like, why wouldn't you make a Green Day Day February 17th? I know, I know. Just like President's Day is the fucking first president's right. birthday, why wouldn't Green Day Day be fucking Billy Joe's birthday? You're They're right. two days apart. You're fucking right. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the reasoning. Um, I, it's, I mean... I think it just happened to be a day that they that they were having a benefit show where all these local bands were were playing Dookie, and then the mayor was there and decided to proclaim it Green Day Day. Wow. But uh, that's that's where we're at, you know. And Billy Joe, the first president of Green Day, has his birthday happens to be two days prior. So I uh, just wanted to acknowledge that and uh, celebrate that a little. I wonder if Green Day has also acknowledged Green Day Day because I have not heard about it before. I think they just did. I think I just saw a tweet about it. Um, yeah. They because yes they they tweeted out the Bobby Sox video and said and said uh, celebrate Green Day Day by watching the making of Bobby Sox. Wow. Hey, pretty cool. And now look at us. We are. Talking about Green Day, on we Green are. Day Day. And okay, what better what, way to celebrate Green Day Day? Absolutely, it's not like we're talking about them every other day of the the year, you know. No, this is no, special. No. And okay, the okay, the weirdest thing. This is kind of even weirder. And and I I don't have the sources pulled up yet, but um, in 2012, when um, when the trilogy was being rolled out, and and I think Trey, the 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 album Trey, it was either the day it came out or the day or 
around when Trey came out, the album Trey. On Instagram, I swear to God, Billy Joe or or Trey or one of them, um, they made a post that they declared green. They they said, "Oh, from here on out, December 11th is is Green Day Day. December 11th is Green Day Day." And I was like, "Oh my God, that's that's for my birthday! Holy shit!" And then, so that was like something that I like was proud. I was proud to to be in proximity to that. And then the fucking mayor of Oakland knocked me, knocked me out of <laughs> out of line. Has, yeah, has moved it to my birthday. Has moved it to your birthday. Yeah, shit's fucking weird. Yeah, we. I don't know. We um. We're just like living through all these these cosmic coincidences every day. We know? are. We are. It's truly a cosmic gumbo. Um. Anyways, folks. That that's that's all I got to say about that. Um, I hope you're all celebrating as well in uh, in your own way. Maybe throw on a Green Day record. Um, maybe dance around the house, play some air guitar. That's what I would do. Um, but today on the podcast, Connor, we are we're not talking about a Green Day song today. You know, oddly enough, you're right. Isn't that funny? It's not it's even talking silly. about a Green Day song on Green no, Day Day. No, no. So take that, you bastards. Um, we are talking about a song originally written by the band Operation Ivy, a song which Green Day happened to have covered and uh, put it out as the final song on their Slappy EP. Of course, Connor, the song that we're talking about today is Knowledge, which yes. it, which it happens to be, although it is not a Green Day original. Uh, it happens to be a legendary song in Green Day's catalog in terms of, uh, I mean, their their recorded cover, but also in in their live performance as well. It's it's come to be uh, a signature song in their set, something that they've they've made for better or worse a big stink about. Mm. Um. Now I uh. We, we we both go back a long time and we will get into um the live aspect of this too because that plays a big role in kind of our our memories and in the kind of uh just the status i think that that we hold the the song in um but connor you know going back a little bit um going back in time a bit what you know what were your feelings of about knowledge you know, I mean, I, I, I remember hearing it, you know, thinking it was a little wacky and fun and then, you know, learning it wasn't yeah. a Green Day song and then kind of being like, what? And then kind of, you know, doing our own research, Connor. What are your, what are some of your memories on, on, on that journey for you? I think we, we touched on this a little bit before, but like that, that is a big part of it. Um, I do remember liking this song, but I, I feel like my initial... My initial thoughts on it were that it was kind of like the joke song of 39 Smooth, you know, that they they took the sound in a in a very different direction and obviously were having a lot of fun with it and and um you know, kind of fooling around and doing some of the little off beats and um and so yeah, I think at first I I didn't 
I've always liked it, but I didn't take it so seriously. Not that I didn't think it wasn't a good song, but, you know, sort of like Kerplunk, like Dominated Love Slave, you know, it's like, to me, I, I kind of equated those two things um, for a while, I think. And, and yeah, there there also is like that moment of obviously initially discovering it as a Green Day song because we liked Green Day first, you know, they're really like the first band we got into. And then um, the way that opened up everything else, like it, it was natural that eventually we would come to find uh, Operation Ivy 2, realize that it's a cover. And I, I think I have mentioned this, but I do have a memory of the first time I listened to the Operation Ivy version of this song. The way that I remember it is you and I were at your computer in your old house in our neighborhood. And um, yeah, as you would go through your front door, this was at a time you had like a computer room. I always had a desktop, com yeah, desktop yeah. computer in, in a desi designated computer room. That's the yes. only place you could access the Internet. Yeah, no, I mean, Believe I love thinking about that. Like that was... We, we really did kind of have like our feet in, in two worlds. Cause now yeah. it's like, why would you, there's just no, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, no, Any it, room could be your fucking computer room. Who if, gives a shit? If but any like, of you zoomers out there listening, uh, are, are, uh, like what? There's no fucking way. That's a, that's a computer rooms are a myth. They're, they're dead real. They yeah. are real. And guess yeah, what? They, and, and they will hurt you. They, hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will. They'll get you. Um, but I remember, I remember being, yeah, like in your computer room, and um, you had like this big uh, black computer. I'm honestly trying to remember if I like if we were sitting in the same chair or not, which is weird, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, maybe that, that, <laughs> that sure happens. That doesn't matter. Um, but what I remember is, I think I don't know how we listened to it because we've talked about like, oh, would it have been on YouTube or, you know, would we have to have gone somewhere else to find it? But um, I kind of feel like it might have been uploaded to YouTube. And I remember there was like this um, picture, like it, you know, the uh, for the for the vid it wasn't a video, you know, it was just like a still image of uh, like this little cartoon guy skinking. Yes. And it was all drawn in black, and the background was like all yellow, and um, and I just remember listening to the song and being like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually. I don't know if I was – I forget my reaction, but I, I, I feel like we both probably had an adverse reaction to it. Yeah. I think that was a little bit much for us at that point. It was. Yeah, it it, it, it was. And it's funny because it's like, you know, obviously you, you kind of develop and and come to accept, you know, new things as you, as you get older, yeah. as you age, as you go through all those birthdays, you know. Uh, it's funny listening back to the Operation Ivy song now because it's like, yeah, you know, they they have a, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a grimier, edgier sound, but uh, you know, ultimately, like, it's still, 
it's I mean, not undigestible, it's you know, not, like it's it's not it, hardcore. Like, there, there, like no it is, we couldn't have liked it, you no, know, like it is still yeah. like melodic punk music. Yes. Yeah. So but but I do. I, yeah, I do have that memory and I'm willing to like concede that I'm sure that there there's maybe tiny little bits that just aren't that aren't right or but but what I do feel certain about what I do feel is true is that it was you and I together in your computer room in your house and I just remember like us being there together and like listening to the song and just being like wow this is like so different than what I just assumed the song was you know yeah 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 no I uh, yeah I I um I I can't say I remember that moment um but I do believe it happened that I mean it it sounds sounds true to me I uh yeah I, I I don't remember the first time I listened to it I I know I didn't listen to it for like a long time after that. Like I just I don't think I had any interest in revisiting it or or getting into Operation Ivy for a long time. Um it it, yeah. it, it was not you know it was years until I decided to jump into their the you know their their short discography and and see what they were all about. Yeah. And uh when when I did of course I I got a lot let's let's make no no uh illusions like like they are they're they were a great band they they've got a really awesome um yet concise discography uh very different to green day um obviously um and yeah i mean it's it's kind of it's it's cool how this cover acts as a gateway to um to the east bay punk scene you know like green day does as a whole i think but this this song directly is 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 the key i think to a lot of people getting into different bands you know from the gilman scene which i think is yeah is is really cool and actually actually makes it even cooler that they still perform it live to this day you know i mean we Again, we'll get into it. We have, I think, we both have issues with them continuing to perform at how it's performed today. But um, uh, I, I, I still think it's a really cool connection to their to their origins. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. And it, it is funny to look back on um, our history with that, and and yeah, how it, it did kind of. Um, it was something that was like waiting there for a while. It's like, you know, we we listened to that song and it was like, yeah, we're not ready, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. And but it, it's not something that ever went away. You know, it's like no, we, it's not. we we both found our way back to it eventually, and we did. And that is a funny part of the story too. I know, and, and I feel like you maybe got into um, Operation Ivy first before I did. Maybe I. Well, you might remember. Uh, I mean. When I really remember like listening to them is actually when I was in college still and um when we were like sw- swapping albums. Yes, yes, uh, yes. That was an album that I shared with you and, yes. and so it's not to say that it was, you know, I don't know if you had listened to all of it, but that album was just their discography like you're saying. So um I forget what that was called. The uh the entirety of it. I'm wondering if it was like called Unity. Maybe I think it's energy, but um, energy. Oh yeah, you might be right about that. Thanks. Um, 
but uh but yeah i do and i i don't know i have i have memories of uh, you and i hanging out in in the backyard having a couple brewskis together the outdoor yeah. fireplace yes you know yeah we i mean uh listening into uh, operation ivy yeah, i remember that too it's, very it's well yeah th- those full circle it is full circle we had some great times with that uh album back there um and other green day and green day jason albums uh and diving into the green day cover um it you know y- y- if you haven't listened to it which i'm sure everyone that's listening to this podcast has at least listened to the green day version um it's extremely not only is it different from the Operation Ivy version, but it's also different from every other Green Day song in existence up to that point. Yeah. Um, easily. And uh, so, so yeah, it's like a really fun little left turn. And, um, you know, you brought up Dominated Love Slave, which um, it appears on Kerplunk, the next album we're going to cover, uh, sung by Mr. Trey Cool. Um, but I, I actually, you know, I, I actually, I wrote that down today. I, I wrote down that it's kind of like giving dominated love slave vibes. And I, yeah. I swear to God, that was the first time I had that thought. I don't think I ever connected the two. But yeah, I agree. It absolutely does give, give off the same vibe. It's, it, it may be even, it maybe even paved the way for it in a way, you know, like it's, it's, it, this maybe is the moment that, 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 you know, Billy and Mike, obviously Trey's not the band yet, but, uh, maybe when they were like, Hey, we can do kind of fun, silly songs sometimes too, because mm-hmm. up until this point, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's not all stern faced seriousness, but they're all, you know, serious songs to some extent. Um, and I think this kind of is the first example where they really just kind of let loose and like you can tell they're clearly being silly and having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. And I'm right there with you on like not really thinking about Dominate Love Slave and um, knowledge as as like really having anything in common up until now. But like we've said many times, too, it's like as we kind of sit down and consider these songs individually more and more, um kind of feels like we are, you know, oftentimes seeing them in a new light or, or you know, kind of recognizing something that um, we, we hadn't fully considered before. And so yeah. it is funny. I guess it's another coincidence. You know, it's just another thing that you and I are, are just, we're on the same wavelength. It's yeah, like the absolutely. the birthday lines are, are running like completely parallel, you know? I know. Um, Wibbly wobbly birthday worthday. Exactly. But like it's even it's kind of funny because like going off of what you were saying, it feels like you could even follow it like further, and it's like oh well, you know if if knowledge really is maybe the first time they realize they could do songs like this, and and sort of like opens up this other path that they they you know explore more and more. It's like hey, you know knowledge is kind of what uh, sets things up for misery or yes. for King for a day. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. That's that's a really great point. You're right. Yeah, I think this does this cracks it open. This this uh opens up Billy's songwriting and I mean just just the uh just what they their capability and their uh versatility as a band, which uh which I mean <clears throat> it, it like like that's what I think we've said for for a while like 
their the their humor and like not taking themselves too seriously has has been a huge part of their career and and I think played a part a, a pretty big part in their success too. Um and so I think that this is a this is like a milestone um on 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 that kind of uh, facet of of the band. Um now obviously uh Green Day and Operation Ivy they both come from the same scene. They come from the East Bay punk scene. Um there is a uh, a a long held rumor i guess that green day played their first show as green day on the uh the same show that operation ivy played their final show um so they're they're kind of i and, and i some people say that's not true i don't really know if it's true or not but regardless they're kind of like two ships passing in the night where yeah uh operation ivy were on their way out um, as Green Day kind of started their their ascent, um, and yeah, I think it's you know it kind of can be seen as a passing of the torch in a way because Operation Ivy was, I mean, as as far as I'm aware, like they were the it band. They they were like I mean they're they're they were legendary then. I think they are they're even more legendary now. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's a it's a cool thing, and maybe you know, uh, Green Day kind of maybe gets a bit of street cred from from their association, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, I do think that's true. I and I, yeah, I, I do think not even just association with Operation Ivy, although yes, I do think that's like a, a big thing, um, but. I, I guess I do think that the origins of Green Day um, are are kind of used to legitimize them as true punks, you know, um, especially when people today, you know, who who may not know the the full picture are quick to write them off as, yeah. um, you know, a ballad writing radio rock yep. uh aging dads and it's it's not to say you know that y- you can't be both you know it's I like know. they're they're not they're, they i think they're just as legitimate for doing that too but yes i do think that that this is something that that having that association with operation ivy yeah like is is a big part of um of their story and 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 is is something that is very often mentioned to this day yeah Definitely. yeah I, I, absolutely and um yeah it, it is something you can point to and, and be like especially after dookie you know you can kind of point to this moment or or their place in this scene be like uh it, it, and especially part of me thinks they continue to play knowledge just as or partially as a way to be like no we're we're still we you know we're still the same people that that came from from Gilman and and uh yeah. you know we still are are grounded in that way in that scene and those ethics um what's really funny to me is that you know if if they had any thought at the time um of like oh yeah we're going to cover this and then people <laughs> people might take us more seriously um if that was the the idea then uh, performing it the way they did is not 
it's not it. Like it's, it's <laughs> you know, so like that, I, I think obviously they were just having fun with it, but it's, it's hilarious, like to cover a, a harder punk bands in your scene. That's like very well respected while you're kind of like the, the oddball, um, you know, uh, too poppy for the scene somewhat. And then you, you cover this, 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 uh, legendary band and, and you, uh, do a, a kind of janky um I, I don't even know how to de- how to describe it it's, yeah it's 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 a bit of a send-up it's a bit of a goof it's a goof yeah it's a goof off yeah it's it's i mean it, it's it's a little bluesy little um little twangy twangy i don't want to say country but like i mean that's there is a yeehaw at the very least yeah right and that's i feel like that's the the moment too that like tips the oh this is like dominated love slave because they they go back to that they do yeah yeah so so it's it's a very funny way to cover this song um connor what do you think was going through their heads um why do you think they covered it in in the way that they did that's a great question because it's like, yeah, so Operation Ivy's song um, is harder. And so it's like, okay, well, they're not going to they're not going to chase that. Like after listening to everything else from uh, this era, you know, that they're, they're not going to do that. You know, they're not there yet. Uh, no, they're not making take back here. You know, this is this is not it. And so it does kind of seem like, well, then isn't the obvious route to cover the song, but with the, the 39 smooth sound that they've, they've pretty much been like finessing and, and playing with for the whole album, yeah. and the whole EP. They perfected at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like maybe it seemed too obvious or, or maybe it's like exactly because Operation Ivy's sound, you know, was more aggressive and in your face. I could see them thinking it like especially funny. Hey, what if we, yeah, do it like a almost like a country spoof? Yeah, and it's it's maybe even, you know, like <laughs> it's maybe even like part of that that strange vein that really had a moment there in uh, the early two thousands where it's like people would cover hardcore gangster rap, but do it as like, uh, you know, soft rock. uh, And it's like, Oh, isn't it's like the joke is that we're taking something that, you know, is, is it meant to be aggressive and almost offensive and where, where, you know, we're filtering it and transmuting it into this like more gentle ver like that is the joke. Right. And then they play it straight. Um, so, I can see them really like getting a kick at like just like fucking laughing to themselves between takes thinking it's like so fucking hysterical. We're going to take this Operation Ivy song and and yeah, do uh, not a parody of it, but but cover it in such a way that it's like so different than what you would expect. And that like I, I think that they would see a lot of humor in that. I think that's yeah, probably why. Absolutely. I, I, I think so, too. Um, and. Another thing that I, I don't think we have confirmation on uh, is 
how do we think Operation Ivy felt about this? Do you think it was? Do you think it was pre-planned? Do you think it was talked about? Do you think it was collaborated on? Uh, or no. do you think it was just like, hey guys, look look what we did. <laughs> look 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 at the that mess is, of your song we made. That is such a good question, and it's a question I've never thought about until now. You know, like, but as you were talking about it, I I was considering that. I'm like, wait a minute, like. Especially that that whole idea, you know, Operation Ivy. They're the the legends kind of bowing out, and here's Green Day, sort of the the off the wall up and comers. And like, what these little fucking twerps are gonna cover one of your songs and make it sound like this? Like, I know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it's like now it seems like they're they're pretty chummy, you know. Like they, uh, I think. I think, I think they have a good relationship. They do. They do. I think they've always had a good relationship. Um, I, I'm i pretty sure... I don't know if it was for Slappy, but um, Jesse Michaels, the lead singer of Operation Ivy, did do artwork for them um, around this... T- let's see. Uh, Jesse Michaels did do the artwork for uh, for the album, actually, for, for 39 Smooth. So, I mean, at least around that time period, they 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 did seem to have a good working relationship. Hmm. So you so, mean he took the uh, photograph? Um, I don't know if he took the photograph or he or if he did the you know the the um oh like the font the, the font uh, the writing or, or, or stuff or, like that yeah oh, okay yeah I feel like I've heard that before though now that you say it that there was like a, a connection there too so that's interesting yeah so so i don't uh so so yeah i mean it, it would be interesting it, it could be a joke it could you know they could have been you know good friends and then you know maybe green you know green day thought oh it'd be fucking hilarious if, if we record it then we show them our cover yeah. like like we're like dude we covered your song you know we're we're so excited <laughs> and then everyone's like yeah, right. oh sick oh sick can't wait to hear it you know i can't wait to hear it in, in like you know green day style and then uh then they show them and then it's, yeah it's, it's this it's this monstrosity um but yeah you know nevertheless it's very funny and then obviously uh uh operation ivy branches off to rancid and yeah billy joe did have a little bit of a stint uh playing with rancid as well um so yeah it's it's just kind of uh they 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 were part of the they're all part of the east bay family which is so so i don't think that there there was any animosity there um no no i I wouldn't say so either and you know it's kind of funny um remember we got that email from a fan alex from yes england yes shout out to alex well uh he had brought up this question like what would Green Day have been like? What what would their legacy be or not be if you know they just came out with the one album and uh, and that was it? You know, and it kind of makes me realize. Well, why wouldn't they have been Operation Ivy? Yeah, you know? yeah, um, absolutely. Maybe they because it's like they wouldn't have stopped making music, right? It's like you know Billy probably would have started another band and they, yep. there would have been like some rancid offshoot of Green Day and you know uh, you're like right they, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think they would have followed a very similar trajectory. Like we kind of, I think in a way with Operation Ivy, like you kind of do get to see what Green Day would have been if it I, were just the one album. I think that's spot on. That's it. It's really interesting to think about like, like would we, would we have just gotten Pinhead Gunpowder and then yeah. they would have been like moderately successful, you know? Right. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun, funny thought experiment. Um, but no, I think you're absolutely right. I think they would, they, they would be known as like operation Ivy status. Um, right. 
Uh, now, Connor, diving into the song itself, um, I, you know, obviously the instrumentation is 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 a lot of fun. There's a lot going on. Um, I do want to jump into the uh, content. Yes. Content of the song a little bit. Um, I, for one, think this is an absolutely brilliant song. It is very, you know, on, on first listen, first time you listen to this song, you think it's silly, dumb, stupid, whatever. Exactly. Uh, the more I listen to this song, the more it resonates with me. Um, yeah. The the more I adore it. Um, I, it, I, I honestly, and I don't know if I'm going to sound hyperbolic here. Maybe I will. Um, I swear to God, this song, it, it, it unlocks like some kind of universal truth or mm-hmm. an ancient wisdom for me. Um, mm-hmm. All I know is that I don't know nothing. I, I don't know. I think that's I think that's pretty profound if you actually think about it. And and maybe I sound like a dumb guy myself, but I don't really give a shit. It's you know. No, no, you're right. It really feels uh feels deep. You no, you're you're exactly right. And um, there there is like a great wisdom and humility in in that in that line and there really are like actual philosophical thinkers who who have gone like who have explored that line of thinking and and have have um you know pretty much built their body of work around that um i'm no philosopher myself but i remember taking introduction to philosophy courses and i think it was descartes who okay. has that famous line i think therefore i am you yes, know or yes. and it's like you can't you can't really be sure of any, like the only thing he feels like he's able to establish for certain is that he exists because yeah. like he has his thoughts, you know, but like it's nothing also, else also a line can that, be known. Also a line that Billy Joe references later in the discography. Where's that? When's that? Forever now. Oh, I thought that that's before funny. I was, but I can't really figure it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I mean, I guess all I mean is there there is like a real, and and even if there even if there wasn't any like philosophical connection, like it's just a good fucking line, and it, it does is. feel fucking true. Yeah, the more birthdays you have, the older you get, the more it feels like this line is like, you know, so spot on. It's Absolutely. like I'm not getting smarter as I'm getting older. Like there's, I'm I'm only just realizing like how dumb everything else is. Exactly. Yeah, and it's I mean it's not even it's not even that you're getting dumber. Even it's it's that you realize how little you know, and yeah, you realize how little everybody around you knows. You know, and I mean it's it's, I mean really obviously. We, th- there are things we know there are facts in this world and um but just when you when you kind of pull back you zoom out all the way um and you see the big picture you know all that we know might as well be nothing because of the vastness of everything um, yeah. us as human beings like we we know point zero 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 you know whatever of of like all that is reality and as individuals even less than that so it's like it's it 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 really kind of uh yeah it puts things in perspective and um 
it's it's fun. Look, the chorus is a, is a fun sing along that you can chant, you know, drunkenly yes. in yes. In, in a pub and be like, "Oh, we're dumb shitheads." Hell yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then also you can, you know, it makes you feel your insignificance in in uh yeah, in in kind of a a almost cathartic way. Absolutely. And the other thing I appreciate about it too is like with the with the verses, it's connected to this idea of like um, the pressure of having to figure out like where you fit into society because you have to fit yes. in somewhere. You know, if you don't if you don't fit in, if you can't find your little niche, then something's wrong with you. You know, you fucked up. Yep. And uh, and it's really like addressing the ridiculous of of that you know of that line of thinking and um you know the other thing i hadn't really thought of before is like it's kind of funny that this song comes right after 409 in your coffee maker which like is addressing uh some some similar points where it's like you know maybe was it maybe i'm just too damn lazy or maybe i was brainwashed to think yeah, that way yep. you know and and we were talking about how like you know billy is at, at least on that song, you know, kind of um, struggling with these things and, and, and putting this stuff into his songwriting and into his artwork. And um, and so, like, to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it guess it makes sense uh, that that knowledge would also like resonate with them at this time. And, and feeling like, uh, you know, especially as like a fledgling band, you know, imagine you're uh, you're in Green Day and. You, you know, you, you're you fucking dropped out of school. You know, you're uh, this is it. You know, you've committed everything to doing this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You you bet that there have to have been some people sending the message to Billy and and to Mike. You know, oh like, for sure. That you fucked up. Yeah. That, that this is not. You can't. You you cannot be doing this. You know, this is this is reckless. This is irresponsible. Yes. Um, yes. You're, you're not taking stock of your future. The bridge is exactly that, right? You know, what you gonna do do with yourself, boy? You better make up your mind. That's it's it's you know it's some concerned authority figure or something. You know, mm. uh, mm-hmm. voicing that to them, and it's. I mean, as as somebody growing up, like when I was a teenager. Uh, I mean, it's it's really funny how this this song it, it does resonate on that level, you know, in high school or you know just graduating high school. Then also, yeah, the older you get, the the it's you know it, it takes you on a, on a on a different journey. It's like a spiral, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I I swear to God, the first verse is like one of my favorite verses and i don't know in in music history i know things are getting tough for when you can't get the top off the bottom of the barrel i don't know it's just like there's something about it it just it, i i fucking feel it, it I, you know yeah it, and, and, and then it pops off you know wide open road of my future now as long as an arrow um yes. i i don't know it's it's just there there's something that I I fucking love singing along to that, and I will always love singing along to oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, life. it's it it is incredible. I love it too. And yeah, like it's just like so so concisely and so powerfully like addresses that 
that idea. It's, oh, wide open road to your future. You know, you could do anything. People love to say that. You could do anything you put your mind to. Billy's like, all right, I'm going to start a band and like be a professional musician. No, not that. (laughs) You chose wrong, motherfucker. Sorry, road's getting narrow. Exactly. I meant, I, I meant like working in a health insurance yeah, yeah, uh, right, company. Right. You know? oh, no, you're going to be an accountant. <laughs> yeah, no, this, uh, and, and yeah, and so it's like, man, that, that wide open road, you know, older you get, the, the more narrow people try to make it for yes. you, you know? Yes, that's exactly it. It, it. At the end of the day, it is another, you know, commentary on society or, you know, finding out your place in society and, um, you know, it's it's nice because the chorus, obviously, it it, uh, it it it's it's you know being knowing that you don't know much, and then the end, the, the way the song resolves is simply saying, and that's fine. Yes, and that's fine. I'm okay with not knowing, not knowing nothing. You know, it's like uh, it's 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 a great resolution. And uh, it's it's an acceptance, you know, that 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 I really like, and and, and seems kind of uh, obviously it's a jokey song and stuff, and um, but it does feel kind of like a mature way to end it, and it's it's uh, I've always I've always liked that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like you know, talking about it, you had asked me before what I what I thought, and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I definitely remember being young, like young, young, and. Um, and yeah, kind of taking this just at, at face value or, or not even really, you know, just just listening to the, the sound of it and like not writing it off again because I always enjoyed it. But like not at that time, not really considering the lyrics and not really having the experience to um, to connect with them in, in the same way that I do now. And, and it is funny the way that like as you kind of come back to this song, like this, this very much is a song that like at different stages of your life. You know, it feels like it. It's um, addressing like something different. Like there's always, I don't know. It's always there, there, applicable. There's kind of like inevitably, yeah, yeah, something happening because it's like that's like part of the fucking stupid human experience, and and yes. especially the way that um you know people are so often railroaded or yep. or influenced into making you know decisions that they might not want to otherwise absolutely uh, and connor that i mean that could be part of why they're still playing it today hmm. at 50 something years old at least partially um connor let's get into the performances here yeah. uh there's i i i feel like everybody uh, puts forth a pretty unique and memorable performance on this one. Um, yeah. First off, you know, we start... I mean, there's a lot of, like, really fun background noises, you know, groaning, burping, um, just just fun, weird shit, you know, that's... And, and I mean, we, we obviously... You know, we had some of that in, in Green Day, the title track, um, with the bong rip yeah. and stuff like that, but... Uh, but yeah, they they really fucking go for it, and 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 they use the studio as an instrument in a different way here, where they they really they they ham it up a lot. Um, so it starts with some of that, and like a really scrappy, clean guitar, which is, I think that's the I think it's the first really clean guitar that Green Day has done. Yeah, really. Um, 
and uh you know i i uh a lot of people have like talked about this song as like it's they're kind of performing it as like a drunken um sing-along in a in a way and i think that's that's true um what are your thoughts on 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 the performances uh put forth in in the tune uh, yeah, it does. You kind of mentioned like that pub sing-along vibe, and they, they do lean into that. Um, I like all the performances. I like the different instruments that they bring into it to to really sell that, uh, that first sound. Time, first time, Connor, that a piano is featured on a Green Day track. That's right. First time that a harmonica is featured on a Green Day track. Yes. Um, I think there's like cowbells in here and other... like the spoons or something like it's yeah the i i thought there were spoons right yeah. like the and, I, yeah. and then i was even thinking i was like is that kiffmeyer playing the spoons as like you know the drummer the percussionist or i'm like i wonder who's the spoon player well, there yeah that's but, the yeah. thing is is i don't i don't actually know who plays piano i don't know who plays harmonica i mean it could yeah it could be billy or mike or or kiffmeyer i don't know um if you're listening and you you know who the players are please please write in we will give them credit where credit is due um but yeah there, there's a lot of firsts for this one yeah i would guess it's billy doing the harmonica because he he does you know, that's something yeah. that kind of crops up uh every now and then more yes. and more as yep. as they go on um so that wouldn't surprise me i don't know and the piano is uh really simple a it lot is. of times they're just kind of like playing the same note over and over yeah. again it, you it doesn't know? have to be a, a classically trained pianist yeah um, but uh no, but the, but it, it is good questions. I also yeah. don't have the answer, but yeah. I, I would guess it's Billy on the harmonica. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, what do we think about the the the, the vocal performance here? Is it, you know, again, he he is kind of singing in a certain kind of laid back style, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really effective. It's almost I I don't know. It's it, it's it's a good example of. Um, maybe one of the first times that billy really he's not playing a character uh necessarily but he kind of is you know giving a more theatrical or a broader vocal performance than just singing about him and his inner sorrows yeah you're right it's it's like he's he's making a conscious decision to change his performance to like affect the mood yeah. of the song yeah and in that way it's like i mean that's what nightlife is it is hey i know so i don't know it all began here if you if you if you hate nightlife then you must hate knowledge sorry <laughs> sorry to say it and folks. if you and if you like knowledge then you must like nightlife but you have to <laughs> you have sense. to doesn't make sense either way um <laughs> that's I mean, I think you know you're right, but it's 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 a very very funny connection, um, yeah. And and so we have the clean guitar all throughout, and then we burst into this is the only kind of classic Green Day moment on the song is is the solo, right? The the yeah, solo yeah. could be on any of the last four Green Day songs that we have covered. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like a funny moment where it kind of snaps back into oh wait yeah this is Green Day. It's true. And like it, in in that way too, like it's kind of surprising how well the solo fits because it doesn't yeah. feel like they're 
you know, changing the sound or, or, you know, it's like snapping into a different song. It, it, it all still, uh, fits. I don't know. Do you know um, the reason, the reason I think it fits so well, and it's, it's the, the only reason that I think it fits so well is because of the, boo, boo. oh yeah, right. The, the, with the, 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 yes. The shout before the solo kicks in. I, yeah. I I think that that really sells it. It's just like really you you amp up the the um the volume and the stakes. At that that's moment. true. And then and then when the solo's dying down, that's when the harmonica comes back in. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And like that kind of like smooths the transition from uh you know solo into like okay we're like we're we're kind of back into the song yeah. too. The arrangement is really clever actually. Like it's it's yeah. It, it's a very silly song um, and kind of s- sounds scrappy and haphazard, but I think I think it's really well done and that like a lot of thought was put into it, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then on bass guitar, we have a, a really, really cool kind of walk in the dog bass line for Mike. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I really Yeah. Like. Yeah. It, that, this was like one of my more recent standouts listening to this song preparing for our discussion um i never really realized just how prominent and important the bass is in this song you know it's really like the foundation for the whole thing and it's like yeah you know that that's bass can be said to be like laying down that that rhythm that foundation for a lot of things but like sometimes the guitar just kind of smothers it you know uh but but here it's like so present and like lends such a character. I was like, man, um, what a great baseline. And I was like, you know what? F- feels like the baseline could almost just turn into Longview. Yes, um, absolutely. It does. I was like, man, that is, uh, that's really funny because it's, it's not something, it's, it's something that it feels like they expand on more later. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He, he, he's, he's really starting to, um, get into that kind of groove or that that kind of uh slinky bass swagger that he he grows into you're absolutely yeah. right um and yeah he i mean it's another song where he he he's uh i mean really elevating the song the entire way through um and then as far as drums go with the kiffmeister mm-hmm. for me for me, I listened to this song a few times, and I was like, you know, I don't know. I think he he's doing he's doing okay. He's doing good stuff, and but you know, I think I was like, oh, yeah, I think Trey elevates this live. But then I I I really um, zeroed in on the there's like a part where um, I know exactly what yeah. you're gonna say because I think I, it's the is it just after the what you're gonna do with yourself, boy? You better make so. up your mind. And he has like this drum fill that's yes. like yeah, just crashes. And God, it's so fucking good. And it it's classic Kiffmeyer. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it is like there there is like one great singular drum fill, like right there. Yes, yeah, it's awesome. And well, the thing is, though, is like without that part, like it, it wouldn't be what it is. Like it kind of, it really adds a layer of like, I mean, kind. It kind of feels like a drunken bar brawl or something, where somebody mm-hmm. falling over the 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 bar stools, you know? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it, I think that really elevates it. And I mean, he's he's good all throughout. You know, it's 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 not a super you know complex performance, but um. But yeah, like he keeps he keeps it simple until that that very and like 
the one thing that Kiffmeyer is really great at that I think Trey, I'm sure Trey is great at this too. And but he's you know Trey is like too good of a player to to kind of do some of the things that 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 Kiff Meyer has been doing or can do. Like I kind of and I this is not an insult to to John Kiff Meyer in any way. I, of course like, not. Of course I, not. I, this is a okay, coming from somebody who is like bad at guitar, I I I think I think that John Kiff Meyer is better at drums than I am at guitar, for sure. But I also feel like he leans into his his um his limitations as a drummer. And this is a great example of that where, where he can make it sound like everything's falling apart and then kind of snap back into it. Um, and that's a, like a really unique quality as a player and something that I kind of admire. Um, and so this mm-hmm. is just a, it's just really cool. And uh, I, I don't think Trey would ever do that. Yeah. Except I, at the I end do. of the song at when he's, when everything's going, you know, going crazy right, yet, right, you know, right. or whatever but uh but yeah the, I, I think it rocks here yeah no i and i, I do feel like i get what you mean because it's almost like you know like yeah he he kind of is like utilizing what would otherwise almost sound like a mistake and he's able to just like do it deliberately and then recover it and like stitch that back into the main part yeah. of the song and it yeah. just and it's like yeah like that would be a hard thing to like go back and forth to because this this drum fill here really is like it it does feel like very off kilter yeah yeah uh and i mean so so it it is really cool for that reason it is yeah and there's like little moments throughout the the album throughout 39 smooth and these eps where he does do that but not to like this is like the biggest i think the biggest example of that kind of thing um, and so that's, I think, I think that's one of his main strengths as a, as a player. And I don't, I, I think, I think that alone, um, saves him from being voted off the island today. Yeah, no, we, we couldn't, couldn't vote. And it is funny because it's like, I, I, I had a similar thought where it's like, I think overall the performance is pretty straightforward and like there's, but like those, like those flashes, those moments are so singular and so unique. It's like, yeah, you can't not have that and like have the same song. You Absolutely, know, you couldn't have someone else do that. Um, so no, no way we could vote him off. No, no. Way. I mean, and that actually kind of brings us to the differences because the as we stated a uh, a few times, you know, knowledge is a song that um, Green Day plays live to this day. Not at every show, but at a lot of shows, and. Obviously, John Kiffmeyer is not around anymore. So the R.I.P. R.I.P. to a real one. Um, <laughs> he's still alive, but we, we hope he's resting and yeah, no, doing yeah. Well. I just want him. I just want him to be chilling out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, so so what we hear today on on stage is a very different iteration of this song, in more ways than one. Um, Connor. I don't know if you wanted to jump in, uh, you know, because 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 we have kind of a we have a perception of knowledge as fans, as hardcore fans, that the the normies out there, the general audience that comes to see Green Day live, doesn't have. They're not groaning through the entire thing and saying, "Oh fuck, why can't they just play Stewart in the Avenue or or Tightwad Hill instead of fucking ten minutes of this shit." Get those yeah. kids off the stage. 
Well, okay. What's funny about this is like, I feel like lately, like the, the many of the like more recent Green Day shows that I've been to, it feels like I haven't heard this song in a bit. And especially like back, you know, when we would have been seeing uh, American Idiot shows, 21st Century Breakdown shows, maybe even trilogy shows. I guess I don't remember super well, but like um, this was the whole like, what, build a band yeah, like so on, on stage. So, so for those of you unfamiliar who maybe and haven't I feel been to like show, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Like so, so my bone to pick. Really, what I remember, like I've I've had more of a bone to pick in this way with King for a Day sure. and Shout and like all yeah. and like I don't know. And now these days, it's rock and roll all night. You know, like it's <laughs> there's there's something they have to do this like fucking sh- and it's like yeah. yeah uh, you know, you see it, you see it a few times, and you're like, "Cool." I I don't really feel that way about knowledge as much now, but only because I don't think they do it because they've replaced it with other things a lot think, more recently. I think that's right. I I so they have um, for those of you not aware who have never been to a Green Day show or um, or they've not or have not seen this live, they. Um, a long time, I think it was in the Nimrod or, or Warning era, they started um, to do a thing where during this song, they they literally build a band on stage. They pull uh, people up from the audience and uh, get them playing guitar, bass, drums. Um, and yeah, they, they form a band right there, right you, in front. You want to you wanna hear my Billy impression? Yeah, do it. Who out there knows how to play guitar? Who, do, you, do you know how to... You swear to God. You swear to God. You know how to play. You swear to God. Get this guy up here. Get this fucking guy up here. Was that Billy? Was he? Was he? Did he just? Did he stop by? Seeing Queens yeah. today. That's yeah. your apps. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. That's that. That's his. Uh. That's his thing. Um. And so yeah, like at, at our first Green Day show, Connor. I mean, I I, I think. For us, it was the most effective the first time we saw it. Like, oh, of course, it, it was mind blowing, right? It's like these lucky motherfuckers. They're they're a band now because Green Day Green Day made yes. them into a band, and they're they playing. Get to keep the fucking guitar. Yes, and they get to keep the fucking guitar. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's a really cool thing, and obviously it it gives these kids like a memory that they'll have for the rest of their lives. Um. And yeah, it's not until you get a bit older and a bit more jaded <laughs> Ooh, uh, that that you're thinking fucking. <laughs> Sorry, go on. That that you're thinking like just cut the shit out, play more songs, um, give me FOD. But uh, I mean, I I still think it's a really cool thing. Um, and I, I, th- I really think the last time they did this regularly, I think they did it on the Revolution Radio Tour. Um, yeah. I think that was the last time they really did it on a, f- on, on a regular basis. Um, and then, as you said, Connor, like, d- like King for a Day, now Rock and Roll Night. But, but the thing is, I think there was a time when they were doing both King for a Day and knowledge, knowledge and King for a Day. Yeah. Yes, they did. And it's yes. like, that takes up so much of the set time. It's like, it's yeah. absurd. It, it's a, that's yeah. a lot of fucking time. That's like um, 20 goddamn minutes. Yeah, but I think more than that. I think like yeah. 25 or something. It's insane. Um, yeah, and, and so 
I mean, th- that's a bit of a that's a bit of an issue I have just as a as a, a hardcore fan asshole, you know. Um, as far as the actual performance goes, though, uh, live it's a bit different than on the studio version. They they play it, you know, a bit faster, a bit more electric. Um, I'm not sure the last time Connor you listened to a live performance of this, but do you have any thoughts on 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 their 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 live rendition no i guess i i don't feel like i um have a lot to say in that regard i guess i remember what you're saying you know that's it's it doesn't have the same kind of a hokey sort of character that they nail so uh no you know perfectly here it's closer to the operation ivy version but not it's not i mean it's still it's still green day you know it's right um so yeah i mean it's it's good, and I would love to hear it live again. I don't think I think they can just play it and not make a band. I think they could just do it by itself, and right, you know, and it would still be great. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think they they absolutely can do that, but for some reason, I would feel like they would feel like they would be pressured to still do the bit. Yeah, I think you're right, and I I don't know why. Well. But I feel like they, I feel like they would think that there was like an expectation that because they had done it historically, that if they played the song, people would be expecting to be called up, and they would feel almost maybe obligated. Yeah, I mean, to well, do it, people to this day they bring signs, they bring signs to shows even to this day. I can play knowledge on guitar and hold the signs up the entire time and block five yeah. people's views. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I yeah. think you're right. I think that could play a part. Um, anything you wanted to, uh, oh, I, I've got a question before we wrap it up and move on to some, some, uh, segments. Um, mm. is there any bit of you that prefers parts of the Operation Ivy version to the Green Day version or vice versa? What's, what's your, uh, compare and contrast? Well, I mean, I do still just like the Green Day version more because um, I, I can't, like, separate. I don't know. I, it's, like, it would I, be an, I, I can never not like it more, you know? I, I it's not, it cannot ever be an objective thing. Like, I, like maybe, maybe one of them is objectively better, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I, can't, that's, I can't take that filter off. I will always love the Green Day version more. You know what I what I did think though, as we kind of listened to the two versions back to back, I was like, oh, you know, I really like the solo in the Operation Ivy version, and um, I like. There's a line in the Op Ivy version that's not in Green Day where he says, "This time I got it all figured out." Yes, you're right. You're uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really feel like that adds, you know, so much. Where I'm like, oh, it's interesting that they didn't include it, but. Uh, it's been a while since I've listened to the Operation Abbey version, so I was like, oh, I forgot that there was even, like, a minor difference or change. You know, they just uh, omit that in, in the cover. Yeah, so. yeah, I I didn't, I, I had forgotten about that, too, and it's, it might just be because maybe Billy has never thought that he ha- he's had it figured out. Yeah. You know, could be, could be as simple as that. Um, that. I mean, you're right about that. But I, I had the same thought, actually, I... I I I think I might like the the solo on the Op Ivy version more than the solo on the Green Day version. It's I mean it's funny because it's like more of a melodic solo than 
Mm-hmm. Then I have the Green Day version, and the rest of it yeah. is 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 heavier. So it's kind of a it's it's a funny contrast. You know that that Venn diagram would be pretty wacky with the solo. Um, yeah, I mean uh, they're both great songs, though. Connor, anything you wanted to say about the song itself before we uh, move on? Just real quick, you had mentioned the first verse was like one that's always stood out to you, and. Yeah. Um, there's like so i don't know it feels like the whole song stands out to me like we we talked a lot about each part of it but um man i wanted to just shout out the second verse too because we get told to decide just like as if i'm not going to change my mind Um, and like talking about the different stages throughout like our lives where this song has felt relevant and man like i just remember listening to this song uh, going through, like, getting ready for college, being in college, you know, choosing a major, you know, it's yeah. like, and it's like, okay, you know, uh, you're taking out this loan and spending, like, thousands and thousands of dollars, like, you gotta choose what you're gonna do now, right? Like, you're making a commitment, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, I just, I remember, I remember listening to this song, like, during those times, and and feeling like, damn, like, this song just gets it, because it's like, yeah, like, okay, so I, I guess I'm going to say what I want to do now and then hope that that's what I want to do in 50 years. Yeah, you know? I just I, I guess I'm just going to do the same thing until I die, you know, and, I, it's, and that's going to start today. I'm going to figure <laughs> that out today and then do it forever yeah. and then die, you know? Yeah. And, um, and this song just really, you know, if, it kind of feels like it, it, it really just understands that sentiment. It's like, yeah, isn't that fucked up? And I, I've just always loved that too. Totally. You're absolutely right about that. And then the one of my favorite things actually is on the live version, Billy loves to extend that we. He goes, we. Oh, you're right. Get to, to decide. And then yeah. they jump back into it. That's a lot. Wait, that's a, is, wait a minute. A is, is Billy Joe Armstrong in Connecticut? Is Billy is he in <laughs> oh, hey, Connecticut yeah. right now? Billy Joe Armstrong? He must have taken the train here from New York to Connecticut. Wow, that was a fast. That That's was a bullet, That was a bullet train. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Uh, we're gonna have more fun right after a quick word from our sponsors. And welcome back to Green Dudes. I uh, just want to say a big thank you to our sponsors this week. Our sponsor is the George Washington Estate. Um, you can go visit the uh, the onlygoodpresident dot com for a a one to one replica of George Washington's wooden teeth for sale on and in, in their storefront so you can use the uh the coupon code green dudes teeth for uh for a 25 percent discount um, that's weird that um i you know i've seen that the washington estate is really making a, a big marketing push these days they are yes yeah they, to, to really promote george washington yeah like, there's been a big effort uh yeah they're, they're you know and i want to make clear you know we we are accepting money from them but we do not endorse any of george washington's act, actions or any like we don't endorse selling yeah. teeth either <laughs> like yeah um and we don't. But like, I mean, you, you you know, you gotta you gotta pay the bills. You gotta you know? pay the bills. You gotta keep the lights on somehow. Um, anyways, moving on, folks. Connor, you mentioned um, while we were on on our little break there uh, that you and I, in our youth, we we actually covered the song as well, and. You know, in its own way, it's it's a it's a different it's a different legendary cover of the yeah. of, of the song. 
it's it's um I I mean I I'd say it's kind of like uh Ian, I think our cover would be on the Mount Rushmore of of knowledge covers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there would just be two heads on this Mount Rushmore statue, but... Uh, well, th- well, three if you're including us. Well, I mean, I guess if it were covers specifically, though... Oh, no, I but, mean, um, no, I, I, no, Operation Ivy would be on there, too, so it's not just covers. Okay, so, so, op- so Operation Ivy would be George Washington, Operation right? Ivy is George Washington. <laughs> it would be the George yes. Washington head. Green Day is Lincoln. And then... Uh, Green Day's Lincoln, and then we would be uh, one of those other fuckers. I don't even, on, uh, I don't even know. Rushmore, you know, just like one of those other guys we on would, Mount Rushmore. We would be Biden. Yeah, he's on there. Well, he will be. They're gonna change one of the heads. They're gonna yeah. change one of the heads. <laughs> no one cares about those other guys anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it's it's funny because. You know, we when we were talking about, like, the make a band thing, right? It's, like, it's funny because the idea is, like, you don't have to know how to really play an instrument that well. Like, like almost barely at all in order to, to play it. It's, like, as long as you know, like, the, the most basic-ass shit, you can just get called out of a fucking crowd and you can be taught how to play yeah. what they're doing for knowledge. And it's only three chords. Seconds. Yep. Um... And, you know, I guess we really took that to heart because we did. We learned how to play it without knowing any chords <laughs> or anything at all. We taught ourselves <laughs> how to play it. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, just by sheer force of will, uh, we, we, we taught ourselves. We learned it in full. We didn't even care to to check if it was you know the quote unquote correct way to play no. it or if like it we wouldn't even really be capable of knowing anyway <laughs> but so, yeah i mean okay so this is we did not know chords we didn't know power chords or any chords um so we just made up our own we we just kind of made up our own way of playing guitar and we we taught ourselves how to play this song um so that it was like like if you knew the song beforehand and listened to us play it you would probably like you would kind of get what we were trying to do yes yeah and what's most hilarious about that is and and the reason i really want to talk about it because i just i i love this memory is like um yeah, not only did we do this without knowing how to play guitar, we both had guitars, or at least yeah. I know I had my acoustic guitar, right? We, we we did both have guitars, though. But, like, we, you pretty much figured out how to almost play a power chord. <laughs> yes. I remember what it was. It, the first and second finger, right? Yeah. P- uh, pointer finger, middle finger. And you would just, like, place it on just one singular fret. Yes. It would just be on the same <laughs> fret holding down yeah. uh, the, the the bottom two string. You know, ooh, guitar lingo, right? Yeah. Talk, talking about the low E and the A string. We're kind of experts now. So We're kind of experts yeah. here. And here's the thing. Tell me if you remember this, Connor. You called them Connor chords. I do. I remember them very yes. well. Yeah, no. I, and I remember you teaching me, like, you figured this out, <laughs> and I remember you teaching me how to do it, and you're like, this is how I play it. I call it a Connor chord. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and I remember, like, you, and then we, like, fucking did the oh. song, and I'm like, that's nuts. It is like, nuts. Like, that's so stupid. That's nuts. And I love it. I, I love it, too. I, um... I I I 
for some reason in my head, like I thought you called them Connor chords, but it was it was definitely me. I think. Um, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was you. Yeah, and that's I how it's funny because it could have been either of us, but I think it was I, you. I know. I think that's how that, that's how I wrote all all of our early songs, and then yeah, it was. And then you know we got kind of lucky that um, when we learned actual power chords, which I mean like obviously th- these are not hard things to learn but we just no i mean personally i had no desire to actually <laughs> find out how to actually play like i just wanted to fucking make shit in the basement with you and and, and yeah jam out um but you know the way i was playing it i was able to translate them to power to power chords when i actually learned very very easily exactly. so so yeah i mean so so yeah there, there there was some like approximation of like sounding kind of like a chord but uh i mean we like i i don't think the our version of knowledge sounded close to actual the actual like the 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 instrumentation i don't think there was anything it was anything close no. to it. but you know what's hilarious is i don't think I don't think it exists anymore, but like there was definitely a time where we had a recording of us playing it. I, I would love to well, stumble upon that. Somehow. I remember your we so we would put on shows in in my basement for our yeah. families. Yes, we our our band was where we were called Tax Included, and yeah. we had some songs, and we we would uh okay we yeah we would play shows in our basement for our families they would get together and we would hang out and we put on a little show for them and uh i mean we we were pretty awful i think and uh and actually this goes back to knowledge connor because we were obviously inspired by knowledge and by what green day did live with knowledge so we did our own kind of spinoff on on making a band on stage in that we actually we did a thing called called whose song is it anyways? Oh my god! Where, yes, where we we took uh, suggestions from the audience and we wrote a song on the spot. I still with like perfect clarity remember waste disposal yes that was my dad why did your dad suggest that i know (laughs) that was his suggestion um and at one of those performances i know your older brother uh recorded one of those performances in full and you had it on your computer for some time i think it's lost to the uh you know to uh the ether now but um yeah that's something that, that i really i really do wish we had archived but you know it is it is just a great obviously it's a great memory great i mean like uh of our our lifelong bond and uh our our, our lifelong uh, love and journey of green day together but yeah like it, you know it's even kind of funny thinking about um being you know it's like green day would do this thing where it's like you know anyone could play it right and then we're just like yeah you know it's like anyone Anyone could do anything. Like well, you, you can say just so. make music. Yeah. <laughs> you can just yes. make music if you feel like it. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that I, was huge. I really love that we we yeah. went for it. That yeah. was huge for us. And I mean like by just by sheer force of will and, and just like like dumb pig headed like persistence, we fucking finally figured out how to actually write songs like yeah it's just it's it's really funny like we i mean 
we just kind of forced our way in and uh yeah i mean i think i think knowledge is is a big part of that thinking about it so that's that's fucking hilarious um and yeah something i look back on very fondly um connor are there any words you should have known in this song no fucking way not a chance you know every word we know every word to this song we could we could sing it by by heart um connor with uh that out of the way let's take a look at the anti-social media let's do it all right um so this one you know again this song is a very it's it's a it's a very um well-known and uh beloved cover within green day even the people who who criticize them for performing it you know at every show and elongating it with the make a band um portion i think deep down they they do still love it um so i i was interested to kind of get the uh the temperature of uh the 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 underbelly of the of of internet fandom and see how they felt about it uh yeah so so the first comment i have is from this is on youtube um <clears throat> it's from a random life which is a pretty good name uh yeah. and their comment right. is derp oh man it's just just derp that's like uh i forget i forget how many episodes ago it was or i think we were commenting on like commenters using a xd you know? Yes. Oh my god. This is this is very much in that, uh, it that is. camp. Yeah, and this comment Dirt. this comment was Great, seven years ago. So yeah. that 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 tracks. Um next up we have Spirit Detective 06 from three years ago. They say this and Dominated Love Slave sound like children's music. Yeah, it's music for widow babies. For babies. We need the diaper changed. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had 5 a.m. diarrhea, <laughs> didn't you? Did mommy make you eggs? <laughs> <laughs> mommy make you eggs yesterday? <laughs> oh, my God. We're the babies. <laughs> We're the babies crying in our diapers. <laughs> the next comment. It makes sense. Uh, next up, <laughs> next up, we have... Um, Anthony Chukrev, they say, you guys do realize this was just intended to be a joke song, right? If you couldn't tell already by Billy going, I, 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 he's like trying to type out some noise that was made in the song. Um, we That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. LMAO. The Op Ivy version kicks ass. And this was just supposed to be a goofy cover of it for the sole purpose of shits and giggles. Now pull your heads out your asses. Ha ha. Yeah, that's that's like if uh, all the stuff that we were talking about and and like touching on where it's like, I, I, I think that a lot of that stuff is true, but it's like. But if you just believed it so wholeheartedly and thought that there was nothing else of value in the song, you know, like it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's very dismissive. It is. Very yeah. Dismissive. Yep. And I mean, 
this person too thinks they're defending like i think i think they're defending it from the hardcore punk people who are like the operation ivy version is better um but it's it's also a dismissal of uh of the merit of the cover um yeah don't you get it this song is supposed to be stupid it's a stupid song exactly made to be stupid and nothing else it's a song by babies for babies <laughs> yeah um yep. the next two comments are I, I i feel like they pair well together uh this one is from the nick ryg and nick says holy crap i tried playing this song when i was baked it sounded just like this says a lot that says says a lot about them at the time lol so he's implying right, that they were, they were baked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the, the next comment is a PS3 gamer guide. They say, this one time I was really stoned and I sat for like three hours staring at a pineapple while listening to this song on repeat. <laughs> sure you did, buddy. Yeah, you think he, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Do you, do you think when you're baked, you could just, that could be your, your entertainment and stare at a pineapple for, for three hours no, straight listening no, I to don't, knowledge? I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, that, that sounds more like, uh, um, maybe he dropped some acid. Maybe. Or something. Or maybe, maybe he, maybe he means he was watching the movie Pineapple Express. Oh yeah, it could be that. Which is also a classic stoner comedy. Yeah, um, <laughs> classic three-hour movie, Pineapple Express. Yes, yeah. Um, do you? I mean, I I kind of do. You know, I get that it sounds kind of like a like a like a fun song when you're high. Do you kind of get that vibe, Connor? I guess, but I don't think of it as a high song no, in the same either. way where it's like Green Day is like yeah, that uh, like the perfect uh, stoner anthem. It's like man, that song fucking rules. Um, this, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I get where they're coming from. It's like, oh, it's goofy. You know? yeah. I got the giggles, man. But like, I don't know. It but feels but like to a, me, it's not like a stoner song. No. I don't think so. I, I, it feels like another oversimplification of the song. Um, and here, Connor, we get to the, the other end of the spectrum. <clears throat> this comment is by Ancient Goddess One. And they say, knowledge is how one perceives, quote unquote, the truth. It is an opinion or a judgment. When knowledge is separated from true understanding, it produces misunderstanding and the illusion of duality. Examples, plus and minus, male and female, good and evil, yin and yang, light and dark, life and death. True understanding is the trinity that unites and produces all things. I know I don't know anything, and even my writings are theories. So be aware of people who know everything and think they have all the facts. Signed, Ursula. Wow. Damn, Ursula. Yeah. She, she went hard. That was a, a very comprehensive... Uh, that was a deep dive. That was. Right that, was, that, was a, that was a very deep dive. We got a real philosopher on our that. hands. Yeah. I yeah. know. It goes, it, it goes to, uh, to some... I mean... That's, that's well, fun, you know. It's like we we started with derp, and now we're here, you know. I well, that's that's the duality, right? That's the duality yes. she was talking about. Um, and yet, the duality is but an illusion, Connor. It's mm, it's the Trinity. Yes. It's it's the the understanding of no knowledge that is the the truth of it. So true, bestie. Um, here's a fun one. Adrian, spelled A D R three one N. They say. 
That's a mother frickin' great song. A little crazy, though, XD. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. A little a crazy, mother, though. Mother, mother freaking great song. <laughs> All right, totally. here, here's Pickle9406. They say, am I the only one who heard the Shrek scream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never... Uh... Shrek cameo. Never in song? thought that. And then Long Live Jamie one two three replies, "Yes, because Shrek wasn't even an idea yet." LMAO. <laughs> How could they do a Shrek? Shrek wasn't even around then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, idiot. Uh, uh, actually, you know, uh, there's a bit of a flaw in your argument here. <laughs> Uh, here we have a uh, let's see okay smiley 3637 says me in math class yeah that's how we all, all I felt know is that I don't know nothing that's how we all felt buddy that's how I felt alright here's yep. a good one here's a good one from Sonic Ryan 1992 and this guy has a picture of I think I think it's an illustration of himself as like a Sonic the Hedgehog character yeah so that's you know, wonderful this is a cool guy um, he says, personally, I like this better than Operation Ivy's, only because this seems to describe the lack of knowledge this song is talking about. Just my opinion, though. So I like that idea. Yeah. Thanks you know what? Too. You know, that guy who has a picture of himself as a Sonic the Hedgehog character is a pretty cool guy. I, I like think, that yeah, idea. Yeah, I think he is, too. I think, you, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover. And, uh, you know, I think I think it's it's high time that we... We realize as a, as a society that Sonic fans are cool. Damn. You know? Okay. We are really uh, planting a flag here. We, I mean, I, we, it had to start somewhere. It had to be somebody to, to start this, the change of tide. Uh, here we have, ah, it's Rob. They say, this sounds like fucking lounge music. What lounge is this guy going to? That's a pretty wacky lounge. Could, could you imagine you go to like a hotel lobby and this is playing? No. I'd be no, like, not really. <laughs> what kind of hotel am I in right now? Yeah. What sort of establishment are you guys I running know. here? Can I speak to a manager, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Derp, at your service. Um, Rec Dom says... Dude, this sucks ass. It's up there with My Chemical Romance covering The Misfits and Fall Out Boy covering Gorilla Biscuits. All I know is that I don't know if I will ever stop barfing. <laughs> oh my god. This kind of person is like just very funny to me. I know. I feel like they probably comment that on like tons of video. Like there's... I, I mean... It, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. Like... It's such a funny comparison to MCR covering the Misfits and Fall Out Boy covering Gorilla Biscuits. I mean, and and I I mean I'm a big fan of that Misfits cover they're referring to, but two totally different things. Like I I can see if if you're an elitist Misfits fan and you're like, ah, uh, corporate sellouts MCR covering my band. What the fuck. But, I mean, it's like Operation Ivy and Green Day, they were, like, they're in the room together. Yeah. At the same time, doing the same thing. It's like, I think you're just doing this to, to you're just angry for anger's sake. Um, well said. 
We have Marcus Jarvis, 3157. He says, this song is drunk. All right, Jarvis. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was You're funny. drunk. You're drunk, Jarvis. Jarvis, you're drunk. Go home. Um, I thought that was, it's kind of funny, though. Um, we have a couple, we have a few more. We have uh, Renegade420455 says, holy shit. This is fucking terrible. Way to butcher a classic Green Day. Same guy. Yeah. It could bunch be the of, same guy under guys. a different account. It really could be. A B- bunch of those guys. Those guys are fucking everywhere. Um, okay, so we uh let's see. Uh, uh Eric Jimenez says me during a test I didn't study for. And then Esteban Duran replies and says, All I know is that I don't know nothing, but I got an A, LOL. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, those, uh, oh, I didn't have to study. What grade did you get? How'd you do on the test, Connor? It's, it's like, How'd you do? I didn't even study. How'd I you do? Uh, <laughs> well, I got an A. It's like yeah. these fucking people like don't you I fucking hate when like no. people who are actually smart and good at test taking like try to relate to the yeah. fuck ups and slackers like it's that's yeah. always bothered me. Um Agent Pringles 3943 <laughs> Now now that's a name. That's a name and their 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 icon is the Pringles man. Um Agent Pringles says the version they play in concerts is way better in my opinion compared to this. Interesting take, Agent Pringles. Agent Pringles, you're off the case. Hmm. You're suspended without pay. <laughs> Give me turn your in your badge. Yeah, turn in your yeah, badge. In your ba- <laughs> um, Tony, or no, Ton, Ton Ninth says, it's much better than the original version that Operation Ivy played. And then Mad Cat Nate replies, I don't know about that one, buddy. I'm surprised that uh, some of those other commenters from from before didn't find that one. I know. I mean, well, you're, they, you're fucking crazy. You're a disgrace to society. Yeah. Fucking sell you, what? You think this pe- joke song piece of garbage is better than what Operation Ivy made? Must be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with your diaper. <laughs> um. Go go. Oh my god. Go have your mommy make some eggs for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, your eggs are getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, who wins this week's antisocial media? Oh man, that 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 one. That I feel like that was like the full fucking scope of the yes. human condition. Absolutely, that was a lot. It um, was. It was a lot. I don't know if it's. If it's kind of pretentious, but I, the, the comment that I liked the most there was from Ursula. Yeah. The the philosophical deep dive. I, I agree. That's and I think, my vote. I, I think she got to the heart of what we were getting close to during yeah. our discussion. And so, yeah, for that reason, I think uh, we award this uh, this week's prize to Ancient Goddess One, a.k.a. Ursula. So, Ursula, if you if you're listening... Please uh, shoot us a DM or an email to claim your prize. You'll be handsomely rewarded. Um, Connor, 
come to live without warning. Have we heard this uh, fucker live? Yeah, I mean, yeah, which which we did talk about. I know, you know, we, yeah, we've I know, heard I know, it I know, several times. I know, you're right. It's it's kind of a. Uh, I just kind of wanted to say the the, I know. the name. You, of the you segment. like you like doing the segments. I it's like fun doing to the say segments. the names like of the, the different segments. segments, and they all have like fun little Green Day names. Yeah, like it's fun to say the name of the just, segments. It, it gives me, I, I get a kick out of them, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we we have heard heard this song live quite a few times. Not at every show, but. Um, enough to for it to feel like we don't have to see it again i think um yeah and uh no we have never been brought up on stage for this song and uh i I don't know connor what do you think do you think how do you think you would handle being brought up on stage to play this song on guitar i billy would be like trying to show me how to do it i'd be no no i i know the connor chords it's all good like i I can do. I know how to. Do, I would just, you know, they'd, they'd have to fucking cut the amp. Like, <laughs> get off the stage. Yeah, get off the stage. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, Connor. That that's about it. Uh, anything you wanted to cover before we uh, wrap it up? I think we've talked enough about covers for one Ooh, day. Ooh, I agree. I agree. Well, I I hope everyone listening has uh you know is is walking away with just a little bit more knowledge than they came in with um next week on the pod we start covering the 1000 hours ep which i believe starts with the title track 1000 hours so that will be very exciting um if any of you have any thoughts questions comments concerns please go ahead and uh, shoot us an email you can do that at greendudespod at gmail.com uh, we are we are on anti-social media, despite our our protests against it. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at Green Dudes Pod. Having a lot of fun over there with uh, with our with our Green Day pals. Um, and uh, lastly, we uh, we would really really appreciate it if you went to uh, the podcast app on Apple Podcasts and. Gave us a nice five star review and, and and a nice rating, you know. Um, and I mean, you could even use it as like a creative writing exercise if you wanted to. You could just make up a just write a story about us. It doesn't have to be real, you know. It doesn't even have to. We could even be the villains in your story as long as you rate us five stars. Then like it doesn't really matter. Um, no, I don't. I don't care what you say as no. long as we get five stars. Yeah, that's all that matters. Just just like I don't care who's giving. It, it could be the George Washington estate. I don't care yeah. who's giving us money. <laughs> exactly. We we you have know. we have no morals. Um, no. It's it's all totally fine. So uh, if you're so obliged, please do us a favor and uh, go ahead and leave us a review and, and rate us five stars. But um, at the end of the day, all that matters is that you stay, stay punk. punk. <laughs>